Welcome back to the Bama Online Podcast. This one, a breaking news edition of the BOL Pod. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BamaOnline.com, joined by longtime site publisher Tim Watts. And typically when you get the two of us together in this sort of format, Tim, it tends to relate to roster additions for the Alabama Crimson Tide. No different this time around as Alabama goes into the transfer portal to pull out what looks to be a very nice addition on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, Jermaine Burton, who was at Georgia last year, he was their leading wide receiver, um, yards guy, definitely. I mean, obviously Bowers was their their best receiving threat, but as far as wide receivers go, Jermaine Burton was a leading receiver. He averaged almost 20 yards per reception. Um, huge get. I mean, I know Georgia wanted to keep him. I know they were talks ever since the uh, – uh, season ended the national championship game of him leaving. I know he's discussed it with the staff or a couple of sources and, you know, they worked to keep him, but for some reason he wanted to leave um, and sought opportunity elsewhere. And Alabama's going to, you know, reap the benefits of that. Cause Hey, this is a talented guy. I mean, this is a guy, George didn't have the same passing offense that Alabama does. Obviously a little bit different. Bowers was their go-to guy, but Burton was their top wide receiver. Although, you know, they're, you know, a little bit more defense and, and uh, running the ball, Georgia was very successful at that this year. So I think he's looking for a chance to get out there and hop, oppor- have an opportunity to shine. And Alabama is losing their top three wideouts as far as production goes with uh, uh, Jameson, Slade, and Mechie all going to the NFL. So this is an opportunity. It's a double hit for Alabama. you got an extremely talented guy and a guy at need, uh, a guy with a possible need at the wide receiver position. So really a big hit for them. 53 receptions in two seasons at Georgia for Jermaine Burton. What you like, too, about that is eight of those went for touchdowns. So once every six or seven catch that he had for the Georgia Bulldogs, he was in the end zone. So this is a guy who, whether you're talking about big plays, whether you're talking about red zone, whether you're talking about third down, might be a nice sort of go-between when you look at a John Mechie and a Jamison Williams, maybe more along the lines of John Mechie and then with Ja'Cory Brooks and Ajay Hall and some of these younger receivers that have sort of that outside ability, maybe they fill those roles. But Tim, when you look at Jermaine Burton and you consider the possibilities uh, for this offense in 2022, do you think uh, at that wide receiver position with what Alabama has already done in the 2022 cycle and then with Burton to go along with the returnees. Uh, do you think they feel like they're in good shape with that group, or could you see maybe some potential additional movement at wide receiver? You know, I think with Alabama, I think they've got talent at the wide receiver position. I know the the uh, the last two classes have had some guys. They haven't really – they've been a little bit slower to develop. But part of that, part of that is you had such great experience with a Mechie who, you know, had so many receptions, career Slade Bolden, who was definitely a, a veteran. And then you have, you know, Jameson come in here and just set the world on fire, you know, last year and had 1,500 yards and was obviously the number one guy. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you want to talk about Burton. He averaged 19.1 yards of reception. Jameson averaged 19.9. So we saw, you know, the opportunities that Jameson got. Maybe, you know, for Burton, that's just a chance to – try to get in that same thing. And we said this when Bryce Young committed. We said, because that class he came in with wasn't really strong, as strong wide receiver-wise, we said, you think we're going to see down the road having a Bryce, that how it'll pay off. And we have seen it with the guys they've signed, 
with Jameson Williams last year. Bryce played a part in that. He played a part with Burton. Both are California guys. Um, so you're seeing that opportunity, chance to come in and play. And you know what else Alabama gets? They get a guy who's seasoned. This guy, Burton, he's played a lot of football. He's played a lot of big games. So he's coming in as a veteran. And we knew Alabama's wide receiver core were basically going to be mostly rookies who didn't really have a veteran and experienced guy to sort of set the tone because they have the talent. But now you got a guy that's going to come out, set the tone, and be somebody to look up to and, and you know, to push them. Yeah, Jermaine Burton in three games against Alabama over the last two seasons – Nine catches for 122 yards and a touchdown. Not bad when you consider how running back and tight end heavy Georgia's offense has been the last couple of years, and understandably so. Depth at the running back position, tight ends emerging the last couple of seasons with Darnell Washington and Brock Bowers. Maybe that has something to do with it. And oh, by the way, as you just said, Bryce Young is a quarterback a wide receiver wants to play with. And that's not to say Stetson Bennett didn't have a hell of a year, Tim, but let's let's look at the offenses here. Georgia, more tight and heavy. Alabama's been more about the wide receivers, haven't they? Yeah, Stetson's, you know, one of the best stories we've seen since Tua as far as just someone that captured your attention. And, you know, he's literally the he's literally the Rudy story, but you know, magnified by one hundred because this is actually true. And, you know, the guy in the <laughs> national championship. But when you you can't compare Stetson to talent um, when it when it comes to Bryce. I mean, Bryce is a gifted passer. He's a smart kid. He knows the offense and he's a leader. He's you know, he's not the most outspoken guy. But I mean, people react to Bryce when Bryce talks. People listen. And, uh, you know, obviously that played a big factor next year. You know, if I'm Burton. And I'm not, you know, I'm saying if I'm any wide receiver and I'm looking for a place to get opportunity to catch a football, Alabama's as good as it gets. You know, they're going to throw the football. You know, they lost a lot of talent. And again, they have young talent. Uh, I should say experience. They have young talent on campus. They've got guys. They've signed guys that I'm extremely excited about in this class and the last class. I mean, Aaron Anderson is as polished as a wide receiver is going to get. Bonds and Prentice, those are speed guys. Those are as fast as you're going to get. Plus, you know, you got the Hall, the Brooks, the Leary, those guys coming in inexperienced. But this guy has that experience that you probably want him to have. And, you know, just, you know, the semantics of it obviously is different. You know, you come from Georgia to Alabama. That's still hard for me. And I think old school guys to see when you have a guy leave the school he's at, go to a school that he could easily play next year, like Henry Toa Toa did, and back to Mo Smith, who was a grad transfer that left Alabama and went to Georgia. So it's kind of difficult seeing that as well, not difficult. It's hard to get used to, at least for, you know, for me, but I mean, that's the world we live in right now. We said at the end of the 2022 cycle, the early signing period, I mean, we said there wasn't a lot of prep guys that Alabama was going to target. They felt they hit most of their needs and they wanted to save a few spots for the portal guys. Nick Saban knew what was coming. He warned everybody what was coming. He said, it's coming. And, you know, of course, it's here that, you know, they ended up, you know, they're getting guys like, uh, you know, Gibbs from Georgia Tech. I mean, I don't even know how when you're comparing a prep player, three star, four star, five star. I don't know what you rank a Jermaine Burton, you know, or Jameer Gibbs or Elias Ricks. I don't know. You can't really put them on the same star system because they're already proven commodities. So getting guys like this, you know, to go with the prep guys. You know, it's going to be absolutely huge. And let's be honest, Alabama feels they can compete for a national championship next year. So any all these guys, anybody they take from the portal has got to be a guy they can feel that can come in and be a starter 
not just a role player. They've got role players and they've got all those guys, but the portal has to be a guy that's a huge impact guy. And last year, obviously, with Henry and Jamison, that paid off. And, you know, and then this year, you know, you have to like what they're doing with Ricks, who's an all-SEC performer at LSU. Gibbs, who's one of the best, you know, all-purpose backs in the country. We've had, had, had really good years at, on average, Georgia Tech team. And then, obviously, Burton, who just, you know, you know, started for a national championship team. Yeah, yards per catch, as you talked about earlier for Jermaine Burton, 19.1 for the 2021 season, just didn't get a ton of targets, right? Over the last eight or nine games of the season, his high for games in terms of catches was three. Um, And even when you look at 2020 and JT Daniels was more of the guy at quarterback, the target seemed to be higher for Jermaine Burton uh, two seasons ago, he had a game against Mississippi State uh, in 2020, eight catches for 197 that and a couple of touchdowns. That was with JT Daniels, though, at quarterback. He, that's on YouTube, and he was excellent. I mean, yeah, if you're looking at just production, I mean, Cameron Latou got as many receptions this year as uh, Burton did. Brian Robinson had more, nine more receptions than yeah. Burton did. You can go down the list with Williams, you know, Mechie and um, Slade Holden had 21 receptions. So you can see Alabama's going to pass the ball. It's just a different philosophy. You know, Georgia is sort of like that old Alabama team. You run the ball, you play good defense, you pick your moments to throw it deep or pick your moments to pass it. Bowers, who's a freak tight end, is obviously your first option. So I think at Alabama, they're going to spread it out, you know, a little bit more. You're going to see more receivers. I mean, they completed 380, have 380 receptions last year. That's, that's, that's a good bit. So you're going to see them come in, um, pass the ball, throw it around. And, you again, you're losing the three main guys uh, mm-hmm. on that, that offense. So definitely I think he saw the opportunity. And, you know, everything's not a great fit. Sometimes you just feel more comfortable and it's time for a change. And I think that's probably what, what factored in here the most. Yeah, some SoCal connections, no doubt about it, with Jermaine Burton, Bryce Young, Treshawn Holden. And when you do talk about, just the two wide receivers for Alabama in 2021, Jamison Williams, 79 catches, John Mechie, 96 catches. Look, if you play wide receiver, that's the type of attention. That's the type of involvement that you want to have. You don't want to be a complimentary option on the outside to more of what's going on between the hashes. And so Jermaine Burton joins the Alabama Crimson Tide after two seasons at the University of Georgia Anything else, Tim, before we get out of here? No, I think you just go back. You know, and you know the portal, the Alabama is still going to have options in the portal. And it's important to remember that you have guys that like the only rush right now is to get the guys who are enrolling right now. Otherwise, you have just like Henry Toa Toa, you've got they got till May to hit the portal and there will be more guys going in the portal. They're going to go through mm-hmm. spring if they don't like what they see in the spring. There will be guys hit. Those guys will be enrolling in the summer. So. Again, when you're looking at this class as a whole, as a whole, when you had to prep players with the three, you know, the three uh, guys they've got in the portal so far. I mean, it's hard to really find a lot of flaws. Um, not that people are trying to find flaws, but it's a pretty complete elite type class. Yeah, the thing about the transfer portal we talked about it in previous episodes here, the Bama Online Podcast. It's like Waffle House, man. It, it never closes. There's not like this. Uh, the sequence of time where, well, portals closed, you know, kind of like uh, Wally World in uh, vacation, you know, yeah. it, it never closes. Absolutely. You know, they go in at any moment. We saw Marcus Banks go in in the middle of the season. We've seen guys leave in the middle of the season, before the season, after the season. And 
Um, it just is. because they go in doesn't mean they're going to stay in, as we just saw with Jalen Moody, too. No, it's open. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Jalen Moody went in there, you know, went in the portal, possibly, you know, I'm thinking Christian Harris and Henry Toa Toa. Maybe he felt they were co- go both coming back, you know, then, you know, Christian goes pro. And so, you know, Jalen comes back and he'll be another one to compete. And again, you get a guy like Jalen to stay. I mean, that's a big get. I mean, that's Huge. a yeah. Who has the potential to be on the field and play? He's going to push, you know, young guys like Lawson, Jihad Campbell. There's a lot of young guys um, out there that inside linebacker position. But again, Moody's a guy who's got experience and played, been in the system for a while. So very interesting. You know, the thing with Burton, you know, it sort of changed the thing. If you look at it, this is almost like in baseball or, you know, in any sport, we call it the money year. This is contract year, right? This mm-hmm. is the, he's draft eligible after this season. So, if you feel you need a huge year to, to, to vault you forward, and Jamison is going to sell a lot of people on that. I mean, this guy, very few receptions in his career at Ohio State, now first round, you know, very likely first round pick, definitely second round at the, at the worst. Um, you're seeing guys see the benefit of making that move. You know, everybody, you know, you got to find that system you fit into. And I think with, with some of these guys, they, you know, the system comes into play, winning comes into play, opportunity comes into play. So, the portal's been good to Alabama. Yeah, a good opportunity to maybe ride out with Bryce because same thing is true, obviously, for Alabama's Heisman Trophy winning quarterback in there also leads to a sense of urgency in terms, uh, Tim, of developing the guy behind Bryce Young because you want to maintain that perception, right, uh, among players around college football these days with the portal being what it is. You want to have that next quarterback ready to go and sort of have that type of allure to not only recruits coming out of high school or maybe JCs, but potential transfer options. That's the reality of where we're at these days with all this. Yeah, I know it's hectic, you know, for a lot of people. It is for me, too. Like, you know, you know, leading up into these last three years or whenever the early signing period came into play, we could our year was was basically Groundhog's year. It was the same year every year, almost to the date. Um, of everything we did and everything we covered. But obviously the early signing period changed, coaches getting fired changed. They're just firing coaches at halftime of games now, you know. We <laughs> they have, are. Everything has changed so quickly, um, and, you know, we're having to adjust to it. You know, the one good thing is the great coaches, the the ones, Nick Saban's really good at seeing what's coming and mm-hmm. adjusting to it. And I feel like, you know, that's kind of what's kept Alabama ahead of the curve and all the great staffs will do that. They will adjust to the, to the new rules and then they will, they will counter the new rules. I'm sure at some point with different rules and you'll have to adjust to those too. But, you know, obviously a big get, you know, kind of odd coming from Georgia to Alabama, considering the Georgia, you know, year Georgia had, but uh, year Georgia had, and this was a guy that, you know, again, very talented kid. No doubt about it. Well, Tim, we appreciate the update. As always, we'll have continuing coverage of this situation and everything Alabama football-related at BamaOnline.com. If you haven't already, you can subscribe to the podcast right here, the Bama Online Podcast, wherever you consume pods. You're going to find us a couple of clicks, and you'll be subscribed to the pod. And if you'd leave us a rating and a review, we would greatly appreciate it. Talk real soon, Tim. I appreciate it. For Tim Watts, Travis Schreier, thanking you once again. Jermaine Burton, wide receiver, University of Georgia, has found a new home with the Alabama Crimson Tide. So long, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever 
or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 